0: I knew it started
2: with an S, though. Hey, welcome to whatever show we're talking about. (laughs) (laughs) That needs to go in the bloopers. Nice. Starro is taking control of people around the globe, including Batman and Superman, planning on world domination. Jonathan Kent and Damian Wayne must team up against their fathers to ultimately stop Starro. That is batman and superman battle of the Super Sons? and this is the comic book kaiju podcast a comic book discussion show i am your host trent justin vector and joining me today are a couple of guys a couple of beers and a whole lot of pop culture nostalgia mr tim gannon and frank ramblings welcome to the comic book kaiju tim welcome back thank you thank you for having me back I mean, I yeah. didn't know what was that was going to be allowed, but you know, we had <laughs> you, too much fun last time. You have a permanent seat at the comic book kaiju, and first time joining us also has a permanent seat. Frank Ramblings, I would say you are tied with Dane from KC as my biggest Superman-loving friend of all time. And Tim's right there, too. But... Tim and I hosted a Batman podcast way back in the day, so I'm going to put, and Tim's wearing a Batman shirt, so we're going to put Tim as my top Batman friend, we're going to put Frank and Dean as our top Superman friend, so Frank, thank you for joining us for the very first time on the Comic Book Kaiju, sir, thank you. I am so
0: happy to be here, I I loved watching you guys record together a few months back, and and we got to to talk Star Trek a few months back uh, on Technological, so I am just... So happy we could all three of us get together and yeah. do this.
2: I love this, that we are finally joining each other for uh, this podcast. Many years in the making. We've all been friends. We've all been on each other's podcasts. Like uh, Frank said, he was on our Star Trek podcast, Technological. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank and I did a tech podcast way back in the day, Tech way Ramblings. Back. I forgot about Tech Ramblings. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Break yeah. that back.
1: <laughs> bring that uh, back. I want to hear. I, I want to hear your views now in your, Yeah. Gosh, like yeah. what a, yeah how much has happened in the tech world catch up so yeah. much has happened start from
2: where you, from where you ended and just <laughs> so you know it's funny yeah i wonder what our last episode was because we didn't have like an official last episode i don't know I, I wonder think we what did. was it the iphone 4 what was the last thing that right. we left off yeah. with, i wonder
0: gosh it would have been around that time
2: that would be an interesting uh archival yeah, uh, I got to see if 90s. I can I
0: gotta see if I can find those. Yeah, I think absolutely. I've still got them somewhere in our drive.
2: And Tim and Frank are both, I should say, at the top of the show from The Beer with Geeks podcast, which is one of my favorite episodes or which I should say my favorite podcast to listen to every week. And also, if you are a Smallville fan, you are a I would say you are a wonderful person, but you have to listen to Frank's Save Me podcast, which is I would this is no joke. If I didn't know Frank, I would say this also. The best podcast I've ever listened to in my life. The most well-polished product I have ever seen. And it's fantastic that I know Frank. I know the guy behind it. It's amazing. So you have to listen to Save Me, a Smallville podcast. It's, it it belongs up there with that the archival stuff that they've got on all the Blu-rays, all the DVDs. This podcast is Whoa. the best thing you'll ever see for Smallville, so hundred percent. I th- I think I heard Tim's voice on an episode, uh, narrating at one point. It
1: was on you episode sure one two
2: yeah right yeah yeah, uh, for sure.
1: Like yeah. I second what he's saying. It's an oh. excellent. It's a really well produced show. Um, and not to say that our other thought bubble audio shows aren't well produced or 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 you know backers or anything like that, but that's like that's real professional quality um and and it's excellent and as we discuss this i just remembered that i was supposed to help you with something on that podcast <laughs>
2: <I> totally forgot
1: <laughs> this moment
2: right now well, so right after this podcast go do that but a listener and viewer if you're watching on youtube head over to thoughtbubbleaudio.com for all of tim and frank's wonderful podcast you can check them out right there but the reason i wanted to have them on like i said These are my two biggest Batman and Superman friends of all time. So I had to have you guys on to talk Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons, the latest DC animated film. And did you know the very first fully CGI animated film Battle of the Super Sons. So that's why my friends are here. So I think, like I said, we, we don't even need to go into your history or your background. You two are the biggest Batman and Superman fans I know. So since Frank is here for the very first time, let's ask for Frank's opinion overall on Battle of the Super Sons. What did you think? It was so fun. I had
0: such a fun time watching it. I don't watch every single one of the animated uh, films that come out of uh, Warner Brothers Animation, um, Tim. I think you're much more on it than 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 I am, uh, but but I do dip in um, for ones that are particularly um, highly acclaimed or, or or highly recommended to me. And uh, I am so happy that I spent time with this one. Um, it was so much fun. I thought the animation was beautiful. I thought the story was a lot of fun. It 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 was. Uh, I've really, really enjoyed the heck out of it, and we can get into why.
2: Yes. And Tim, Mr. Gannon, the Gannon man himself, what did you think of Battle of the Super Sons? Uh,
1: I I loved it. Tim. I just saw oh, something in my throat. I think it's a Starro coming out. <laughs> um, not too positive, but if it, if it appears at any point in the show, just let me know. Um, And so, no, I... um. I loved it. I like Frank said, I do watch all of the, all of the shows. Um, and so all the shows, all the movies it's, and it's, some of them are diminishing quality. Some of the, like some of them are not great and others are, are wonderful. And truly this is definitely one of the best ones they've put out in several years. Like I, from start to finish, I was like, this is an absolute love, a joy. The characterization is spot on. The animation is beautiful. It's a compelling story. It doesn't overstay its welcome. Uh and uh, and I loved it. And to me it just it strengthened my belief into why Jonathan Kent and Damian Wayne are really quality characters, especially mm. when they're in the same frame together, the same panel, whatever. And so I was I'm tickled tickled pink.
2: Nice. I'm also like Tim, I watch every single DC animated movie, although I did not get a chance to watch the Super Pets film. I I started it, but I have not finished it yet. But I I watch every single one, and I also echo both these gentlemen's thoughts. I enjoyed quite a bit of Battle of the Super Sons, and specifically the CGI. I was very impressed by this uh, moving away from the hand-drawn animation over to the CGI. And I always love the voice cast for all of these DC animated films. But this one in particular, um, Troy Baker is Batman. He's one of my favorite voice actors of all Baker. time. Hmm. Um, Travis Willingham is Superman and Laura Bailey is Lois Lane. And they are in real life married. And I love it. Anytime they do projects together, I've seen them work on a number of things. They've worked on the Marvel stuff. Travis Willingham as Thor and Laura Bailey as black widow. And I love anytime they're in something together. So Um, All those things. Nolan North, it's Jor-El. I love him and everything that he's in. And we even got the uh, appearance by a Shazam actor, Jack Dylan Grazer, as Superboy, Jonathan Kent. Um, So I loved this movie overall, and I was very excited to talk to both of you two today about it. Um, Let's get into, I think, the things that we enjoyed about the movie and the the storyline of it in particular, because I think, Tim, you said the the story was one that you really enjoyed. Um, was there something that kind of stood out to you, Frank, specifically when you were watching this film and actually, well, also it's great about having both of you guys on. We are all pretty much relatively new dads on this podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I've noticed in my own life, movies, TV shows, comic books, things hit me a little bit differently. Now when they have a uh, child in them, when they have a, some type of father, daughter, father, son, relationship, things are very different now that I'm a father. Um, so did you enjoy that aspect, Frank, of seeing the the Superman as a, actually, you know what? There's so many thoughts in my head right now, but let me let me reel it in and focus it. Frank, you as a big Superman fan, mm. what do you think about Jonathan Kent in general, so having giving Superman a son?
0: I I uh, really really love Jonathan. I'm I'm a sucker for fathers and sons uh, to begin with. I, I I'm a sucker for uh, uh, Jonathan Kent Senior and and uh, Clark uh, with their relationship. Um, and in the last few years, as uh, young Jonathan has uh been more of a staple in the comics and now we've even seen him in live action television um as as he's been established more and more as a character i've really 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 come to to love his character i love to see that side of clark as i you know i'm i've only been a dad for four and a half months um but for the last couple of years you know i've been sort of in in the season of life where i'm thinking about parenthood more right as my friends like you guys uh become dads and 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 now i'm finally part of the club but even the last couple of years i've been more aware of it thinking about it more and it's really struck me more but wow now that i am a a father what a um i've always loved superman because he is an aspirational character. A lot of people love a character um, because they can relate to the character a- a- as the character is, and they they feel like they see some of themselves in that character. And and I like to think that that that's true for me with with Superman. But really, it's an aspirational thing of here is the best the best of us, and what what we can all strive to be more like. And to see Clark now as a dad um, adds a new dimension to that of getting to see. Uh, the kind of dad that I that I want to be, you know, um, and, and so it's it's yeah, it's really been awesome. This movie really bottled it up. You know, they 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 have an, a, a really difficult task. All these films do of telling a lot of story in, what, 80 minutes. Yeah. Um, so they 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 have a lot to a lot of ground to cover. And, you know, the ones that I have enjoyed the most, they always do such a good job with with. Telling a, a, a well fleshed out story, fleshing out the characters in that relatively short time period, um, but really being uh, giving you a lot of bang for your buck, the, packing a punch with the emotional beats and the the, the story um, moments that they the character moments that they bring to us. And I, I think this was a great, great example of that. I, I loved seeing that side of Clark. And this was a, a really nice if you're only going to experience it in, in one place, this is a really good place to do it.
2: Yeah. And. Tim, we've talked um, previously about Jonathan Kent in the comics now currently where they've aged him up a little bit, and he is Superman. They, they gave him the title of Superman while Kal-El Clark was out um, in space. So what do you think about them introducing him here into the, the animated world, the, uh, the animated realm, because we've seen him in the comics for so many years, but um, what, what do you think about this take on it?
1: Um I think it's smart to go back to him being 12. Personally, like as much as I enjoy 18, 19, however old was supposed to be um Jonathan Kent as Superman, I think that there's a there's something really special about um Jonathan at 12. You know, there's this really um this is really special coming of age. Uh, almost in some ways Smallville esque Mm, component to John, as he's like just about entering you know adolescence and high school, and the powers are developing, and then what to do with that kind of power. But so then like, as a Smallville fan, like or, or as a big Superman fan, and then like watching how Clark had to do that on his own, basically, you know, watch it like how does somebody so like Clark? get a different type of advantage like how does he grow up in a slightly similar but different situation and i so i think introducing him at john at 12 in a movie is a great starting point and if they do continue in this little corner universe the cg universe like i would like to see jonathan stay like this age for uh a, a little bit longer um as well like i said as much as i like 18 year old john i think i prefer him as a 12 year old hmm. um just just for the storytelling dynamic of it, because you already have older Superman like characters like Connor um, and, uh, and even, and even Kara to, to an extent. And so I, uh, yeah, I think, I think John is more uniquely suited to being 12. So, mm.
2: yeah. Yeah. And, and I really enjoy the, the Damien Jonathan relationship and this one, they're kind of meeting for the first time. And I'm used to them just knowing each other and being best friends and they, the super sons comic series that they had and the current where they're, they're currently at, like, it's almost like a, I mean, like a, like a Clark Bruce situation where it's like, they have each other's back. They, they feel like they're best friends. And uh, it's, it was interesting to go back to this version of them where they're meeting for the first time um, seeing Jonathan get his powers for the first time. That was all fun that brought back some smallville memories of Clark discovering his powers um which that just was my sweet spot i you know i was thinking about it the other day i think when smallville was coming out i was kind of getting i was getting back into comics a little bit because i growing up my dad he always told me about comics gave me comics and dressed me in superhero outfits, gave me the toys and things like that. So I was always a big superhero fan, but when I got into my adolescent stage and then high school, it was like, Oh, it's time to put away childish things. I I won't be coming back here. But when the Toby Uh (laughs) Maguire, the Toby Maguire Spider-Man came out. um, And then around the time, Smallville, I, I think I locked back in and I'm like, I'm never unlocking. Like I'm always going to be a superhero fan. For the, the it, till the end of my days, and so I was just kind of having a nostalgic moment the other day of thinking about those, especially the first, let's say, five seasons of Smallville. It was like the, you couldn't tell me that wasn't the best show on TV, that it wasn't the best version of Superman, and it was just there was so much joy, and and actually meeting you guys, I think, online at, around that time it was just there was so much joy in my life. So that period of of time in my life is always going to be looked upon as, as a very uh, golden moment in my history. So watching this and seeing this version of Jonathan, like I said, it just kind of brought back those, those memories and um, a lot of good times. So that was uh, a plus now, uh, Frank, I don't know if I've ever gotten your take on Damien before, just as a character of Batman's son. What do you think about Damien overall? Damien,
0: um, I was always such a, a dick fan that uh, Damien took a little bit to grow on me because mm. they're obviously very, very different takes on the idea of Robin, right. uh, well, the role of Robin. Um, but over the years, much like Jonathan, Damien has really sort of carved out his place um, in in Batman lore, right? And I've come to respect him as a character a lot more because... I think I was always sort of comparing him to mm-hmm. Dick Grayson and um you can't. They're 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 very different characters. They they have wear the same title, uh but uh they, they serve different purposes. They're telling a different kind of story. And um and I've come to really appreciate the kinds of stories that, that um that are told with Damien. Um I've come to enjoy him in the comics i've come to enjoy him in in various animated incarnations um i would love i would love a uh damien centric mm-hmm. um film in this style um uh i would i would be down with that i think yeah. it's um yeah it, it, i really really enjoyed this incarnation of him
2: tim what would you say to a batman um were they they fast forward to the future and Damien's got the trench coat and it's the Batman six, 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 the, mm-hmm. uh, he has taken over. What if we saw that in CG animated? What, what would your thoughts be?
1: Oh, I would love that. Actually. I, cause the, 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 adult Damien trench coat Batman has like shown up a bunch since Grant Morrison's run, you know, however many years ago now, 15 years ago, 20 years, uh, maybe 20 years. No, Damien, 15, I'll say fifteen. We are
0: <laughs> old. So those were coming out when we <laughs> when we met online.
1: <laughs> yeah. That trench coat came out when I was definitely in college. So I want to say twelve to fifteen years ago. Yeah. But Damn. um but the uh I would love that because I think that there's there's a tragedy to to Damien that the other Robins don't exactly share. Maybe mm-hmm. Jason Todd to an extent, but um
0: different but kind of tragedy. It's a
1: different kind of tragedy because it's like the tragedy happened and now it's and now it's yeah. recovery. Whereas Damien is always moving towards this uh, fate that mm-hmm. he has as the Batman 666. And, uh, like, is he going to sell his soul to the devil to go back and protect Gotham? Or, and what does that look like? And there are different versions of it in comics over time, like the, um, uh, oh my gosh, what was the future state um, uh, era, era of DC books that they just put out? there was a Batman book that kept going um, and that you kept continue, continuing on and like Damien, like Batman 666 was in that too. And like the key he keeps coming back. And so I, but what is never really touched upon is his relationship with Jonathan
2: mm-hmm. at that
1: point mm-hmm. with Batman 666. So I would love uh, an animated film mm-hmm. to tackle that, you know, like what does, because let's say they're about the same age. Let's say, mm-hmm. You know, like when that starts. So let's say if Jonathan doesn't age up earlier, what happens with adult Jonathan Superman and adult Damien Batman and not the deceased versions of those characters, which is also great, Um, but like not... Hey, Damien gets a happy ending, Damien, but Damien yeah. is a tragic hero. Um I would love that. I would love really to see that. I hope somebody listens to this yeah if not i will pitch it myself
2: yeah <laughs> that would be fantastic to see um in actually even even in hand drawn I'd, I'd like to see that just because i like their relationship because again it's you know it's just a reinvention of what we all love together of the batman superman dynamic and that is going to be until we're past our times when we're gone when we're in in the uh in the in the great uh, farmhouse in the sky boys uh, we're still going to have Batman and Superman around and so yeah it's interesting that it's that reinvention of that same type of dynamic because we want to keep it fresh we want to keep it new but at the same time we want to have our cake and eat it too we want to still have the characters that we love so I, I this movie has two different dynamics going on and it really is the Super Suns movie but it's, it does still have that original classic Batman Superman relationship. And then you've got the father son relationship. And then you've got the son's relationship. So it's like, there's, there's this Trinity almost of relationships. And I think it, it works on all of those levels. It's enjoyable. And it's fun to see how they play. All these characters play off of each other. And then as a father, as a dad, you know, the, from both sides of it, from the son's angle of, I want to live up to my dad. My dad is like, my dad is Superman. My dad is Batman. Like these are the ideals that I want to live up to. And I don't want to let him down. And then from the flip side, it's, I see my son in Jonathan or in Damien and, Oh, I'm proud of him. I want him to surpass me. I want him to be better than I am. And so this movie, I think worked definitely on a personal level for me in all of those Aspects, and I think we've said it it was like like Frank said from the beginning. it was just a fun movie, and I really enjoyed um all of all of it every aspect of it um was was enjoyable was Was there anything that I think stood out for you fellas um that you didn't like Tim
1: oh, that's not where I thought you were going, oh <laughs> <laughs> Just Put my finger back down. Oh
2: well, well, where <laughs> yeah. did you think we were going? I, I'd like to hear. I thought you were going to
1: say something that was really stellar that stood out to you apart from those relationships. And I'll answer that before I answer something that okay. yes. didn't stand out to me. I guess. Yes. <laughs> um, I. But before, actually, before I do that, I got three things because yes, I want to forget yes, the first yeah. one. More, more, we, more. We were talking. <laughs> we were talking about like doing an adult story of you know Damian and John. I would like a I would like that in a Dark Knight Returns style, please. Um, And so, like, I would like to see that, like, how does that type of story shift with these characters who are like their fathers, but not exactly enough like their fathers to retell the same story? That would be very interesting to me because, like, you build up to that showdown. The same way, but I feel like in some ways it's more tragic because they've been friends for a longer time.
2: Mm, yeah.
1: You know, and like, is there really a showdown? Is there really like a turning point? Does Damien win? Does he turn over or is he bad? Like, yeah, there's like really good storytelling potential there. I would love that. Um, okay, second thing, something that really stood out to me. I would say maybe five minutes into this movie, um, and I I sat back and I said, Oh, it's gonna be one of those movies where I could just tell that every single sentence was setting up something for a good payoff mm. by the end of the movie. Yeah. So like when Jonathan's at the baseball game and he misses the ball, I'm like, well, that's coming back. In a <laughs> like that's like, and I just really appreciate the economy of storytelling that they, that they did. Like there was not a waste. It wasn't just, Oh, let's have Jonathan play T ball or, or softball for a hot second. Like let's really bring that home. Pun intended. Um, you know, like all the way <laughs> to the end, and like his dad misses the game, but then his dad was the game or whatever, like part of the game at the end. That really, like all of that, just like worked so well for me that I was. That's where I really thought the movie really shone. That and Lois running around the house at the the exact replica of the Smallville house, mind you, yes. Smallville yes. The Farm. Yes, it was. Yeah, <laughs> um, I just loved her running around and Jonathan just being like this like that that was a great i loved yeah um uh something that i didn't love i guess is that i i personally was not taken with damien right away Mm -hmm. um i don't know if that was the the voice actor or just like the like damien can be a hard sell when you first meet him because he is a he is a jerk I mm-hmm. will g right g in here um he's just a he's just a jerk and but he's not <laughs> a fun jerk he's not like a tony stark jerk that mm-hmm. like in real life is would be awful but on tv it's fun like even on tv he's not very fun mm-hmm. until you break away a particular layer and i felt like it took a little too long to break that layer for me and he was like he ground my gears Ooh. more than I would have, I guess what I would have liked, but I'm also mm-hmm. used to a, a maybe more tempered Damien by now after years of reading him. Right. And so I just like, it had to like backtrack to hit the original version of himself and where that worked for Jonathan, for me, like instead of older Jonathan, it took a little bit more effort for me for on the Damien side.
2: Okay. Excellent. Um, Frank, you can go the the Tim route and be positive, or you can go the Vector route and be negative. What, what stood <laughs> out to you? Uh,
0: what stood out to me? Uh, I, I I will say, Tim, uh, I I like your point about uh, uh, things coming back around. Uh, uh, you guys familiar with uh, Chekhov's gun? Mm. The idea that uh, if there's a gun in the first act of the play, it has to go off by the third act of the play? Yeah. Um, Chekhov's kryptonite in this movie <laughs> um totally Damien's like oh I almost brought out the you know what <laughs> uh and then but lo and behold there it is yeah. literally my first thought was ah Chekhov's kryptonite ah,
1: nice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, can you call the episode that like when that as, <laughs> there right, you go when, as uh, when we release this for beer with for geeks, beer geeks yeah for sure that has to be the title
0: It is it is definitely checkoff script tonight. Um, (laughs) So I did enjoy that. Um, I uh, was not expecting a Starro story.
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Good thing or a bad thing?
0: uh, I I think it's a good thing. I think it's a good (laughs) thing. Uh, It it has the potential to be a bad thing if done poorly. Uh, But it was just it was just the right amount of sort of Silver Age sprinkle on top. um to to keep it fun and light um while telling this this story about i mean it, 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 the premise was sort of ridiculous <laughs> like like the the whole thorough the whole premise is always ridiculous yeah um but it but it let them bring in lex luther very naturally right a very organic way of him being like i always told you there'd be an alien invasion right yeah. totally totally works on so many levels um yeah, it and perfect. it's it it totally works so that you can have the Justice League sort of sort of be part of the story, but for it also to make sense for them to take a back seat because they're not really the Justice League right now. Right. All, all that kind of stuff. Um, it it made it 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 paved the way to be able to focus on uh, the fathers and the sons as sort of the main the main attraction here. Uh, but I love that they still pulled in Lois and made her such an important uh, part of it because she is an integral part of anything that involves clark and, and especially anything that involves clark and their son um so i i actually love the way that they use i'm, I'm talking myself into loving the starro
2: <laughs>
0: thing um basically yeah it was um,
2: it was kind of horrific the way that the the starro aliens would come out of people's mouths and i was like, I Whoa, this is...
0: just like I unhinging the jaw and yeah. like the, the head going back I, like yeah. yeah
1: i wasn't expecting it to be not gruesome necessarily mm-hmm. but you know like it just like as when that happened i actually texted my friend palmer uh from academy rewind and other things but i texted him and i was like you're gonna like this movie <laughs> like that was cool that was like it was gross and yeah. i loved it <laughs> because i think staro either works as a giant joke mm-hmm. or this type of like body horror it like um you know like almost um like uh, alien bursting out of the out of the out of the stomach, like before it's it like a full xenomorph. Right. That like that's what it gave, that's the kind of vibe that it gave me. Yeah. Like would still yep. be accessible to children. Um. Well, of a certain age.
0: Of a certain um, age. Yeah.
1: Which is what I also notice as a parent now. Even though my daughter's mm. only one, yeah. I'm still right. like, mm, no. Yeah. This would have been bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. At a certain At a certain point. But, yeah. Mm.
2: Yeah, that was that was expertly said, my friends. Um, so yeah, I think just positive uh, all around for this film. Um, I'll leave out the negative stuff, Tim. I don't. I won't. I won't be a, a Debbie Downer. No, um, I want to hear. Wait, the negative I want to. He- I want to hear this. <laughs> I yeah, <laughs> I don't have anything. Is
1: also the negative stuff.
2: No, I think. I think it's. Uh, it. This is. Well, I would say, the one. Well, no, no, no. I was I was going to say the CG, but I think they did a, a really good job for their very first time on um, CG. And I was actually just watching, um, going through some Pixar movies with my son. Um, he loves cars. Like, that's his favorite thing in the world right now. So uh, I've been going through a lot of Pixar stuff and looking at their evolution, especially if you go from Incredibles 1 to Incredibles 2, it's it's Jarring. that thing in... Yeah, yeah, if you're if you're not watching them back to back, if you're watching them as they came out, you're like, oh yeah, that's that's how I remembered the first one to look. That's that's how the second one looks. That's how the first one looked. And you go back and you're like, whoa, wait a minute, this looks like a Nintendo sixty four game compared to uh, a PlayStation five game today. So, yes, um, I, I thought the CG for the very, especially for their very first time out, um, was was well done. Oh, you know what? I will say, here's my negative not enough special features because i would say the dc animated movies now this is also i just checked the 49th dc animated film and i have watched all of them without uh with the exception of super pets and i think we count that one because it's not direct-to-video yeah 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 i have watched them all yeah yeah tim
1: that's good there you go uh
2: I I, all of them have had great. (laughs)
1: That's That's the only way that that
2: the special features have always been top notch and I've always looked forward to they've they'll have like a documentary about the characters that are involved or some type of ideas that are in the film and then they'll have like a little voice acting thing. So I'm always intrigued by that. This one I think was a little light on the special features. That's my negative for this one for Batman and Superman Battle of the Super Sons. I wanted more special features.
1: I agree. I agree with your negative. I I like the special features and that's I like true. the preview of the next movie that's coming. Yes, because I I we live in that we've said this many times. But we live in the camp that if we stop watching these things, we live in the hunter camp of these <laughs> things. Like uh, stop, coming. <laughs> oh, <thank you. laughs> um, uh, and they'll just stop making them. So I have to support everyone. Um, yeah, but I'm, I yeah I like what's coming next. I watch that before I watch the feature. That's like that's my. That's the way I roll, and I was disappointed.
2: There's actually four DC animated movies that are coming out next year. Uh, Legion of Superheroes, Batman, The Doom That Came to Gotham, Justice League, um, Times, RWBY, Uh, do we say that as...
1: Yeah, it's it's an anime, I think, that they're crossing over with. Um, Um, So I have zero interest in...
2: Yeah, I'll still watch uh, Ruby Weiss, Blake Yang is the RWBY... But that, um, as well as Justice League War World, um, is coming out. So I will be watching every single one. You know what? I'm going to say it right now. I want you both on every single review for all four of those movies. In 2023, I want the Beer with Geeks comic book kaiju crossover to continue. I don't want it to stop. So if if you boys are free, um, if you're uh, still still able to. Please join me for all of those. I would love to hear both of your thoughts because I think both of you are well-versed in the DC universe and um, you're just two great guys. I think that is the the main takeaway from this episode is that Tim and Frank are great guys. And if you want more Tim and Frank, um, not only is this a crossover with Beer with Geeks, but You can go back and listen to every single episode, 9,999 episodes of Beer with Geeks. You can go back right now on Thought Bubble Audio and listen to and have a great time with the geeks, as well as uh, Tim's wife, who subs in from time to time. Um, I always enjoy listening to Beer with Geeks. It's one of those comfort podcasts for me. When I'm listening to it, I feel like, you guys are there with me. I I I feel like we're all in the same room together. And and while you're drinking your uh, alcoholic beverages, I'm having my root beer, which I didn't have. I should have got it for today's episode, but I didn't bring it. Um, but I I very much enjoy beer with geeks. And I and I think you as a listener, you as a uh, viewer, if you're watching this on YouTube, you will enjoy it as well. Uh, Tim and Frank, what you got coming up? I know you guys just talked about Wakanda Forever on beer with geeks what you got coming up next this episode um well,
0: this episode yeah
2: <laughs> we're <laughs>
0: in the middle of a a long project to watch every superhero movie ever going back to, to uh, Superman 78 we've been working our way through I believe
1: uh, 66 but we already did an episode on that so you're we, right that, so we, we just
0: did just an episode up. on that with you mr factor uh many years ago on on Gotham podcast and it's and it's later incarnation uh uh as a as a podcast about the tv show gotham um i think we talked about batman 66 with you and and hunter camp
2: oh yes Damn, many many moons ago
0: we all podcasted together yeah, probably, probably yeah uh yeah i would say that's true so yeah, we've uh we've uh we've been covering all of those. We're working through those a uh, bit by bit. We're uh we've got some some holiday episodes uh coming up in the next few uh, weeks. Uh as we're as we're talking now. So yeah, there's there's fun stuff coming down the pipe Man. at uh, at com.
2: I cannot wait to see what's around the corner. Uh Tim, what's going on in uh the Gannon household? Any any fun things coming up?
1: Uh in the Gannon household? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no Oh,
2: okay
1: no actually no there's i guess getting a christmas tree that would be the fun there you the go one thing and it's all now the conversation is like well do we take her or do you take the you know she's only one like she would right. love walking around a christmas tree farm though oh that gosh is, yeah um so think of certainly. the
0: content you could make you know just think yeah, about exactly. that that's really what matters
1: that's right like yeah well will i get good reels that's what <laughs> matters. Mm-hmm.
2: yeah <laughs> Yeah, I always enjoy Frank and Tim's uh, social media outputs, especially your Instagram reels. So, everyone, check out those. I'll have them linked in the show notes for you um, as well. Check out the wonderful stylings of a Gannon and a Rambling. Uh, fellas, I can't thank you enough for joining me on this episode. And, like I said, please join me again for every single animated movie. I don't know why we haven't been doing this before. I should have thought about this a long time ago. But I'm correcting my wrong right now. I'm gonna. I want you guys on every single episode that I talk about a DC animated film. I want the brain trust to join me. So let
0: me just let me just check with my manager. Um, she's four months old. Is the thing. So that's that's the problem. But yeah, let me check with
2: her. <laughs> Excellent. Um, I want to let everyone out there know that not only. Does Tim Gannon love comics? But Frank Rambling loves comics, and you should too. Yay! Yeah.